Hi guys, welcome back to Bringing Baggage. It feels so weird to say that because it's been so long since I've done an episode and I've been putting off bringing this podcast back, but you guys bullied me on TikTok. Um, So here I am back with Bringing Baggage. So let's get into it. I honestly don't even know when the last time I put out an episode was or what I talked about on the last episode, but I'm not going to listen back to it because I don't want to like take steps backwards or anything. So we're just going to do a life update and talk about some cool topics you guys requested on Instagram. Um, The podcast Instagram is at Bringing Baggage Podcast. It's also linked in my profile at just jazzyidk with three Zs. If you didn't know, I'm Jazz. This is my mental health podcast where I just break down my depression, my anxiety, dealing with being bipolar, talking about therapy and just being in my mid-20s and anxiety and I think I already said that and all that kind of good stuff so very excited to be back um one of the main reasons I haven't really been podcasting on here so much is because I started the podcast with my two best friends and let's be honest I have no idea who I was friends with in the last episode that I released so that is Carly and Hallie I think actually like my last few episodes me and Carly and Hallie had like kind of just met and we're kind of just starting to get close but now I literally cannot get rid of them. They're such good people, such great friends. And we have a podcast called Hot Girl Talks where we talk about sex, dating, relationships, being in your mid-20s, just lifestyle, all that kind of stuff. And we have guests on and it's very fun. And we've been doing that for since like July. So that's been like pretty time consuming, like podcasting wise, because I was trying to figure out whether I wanted to restart this podcast because I feel like the things I talk about on here are so important and aren't talked about enough, but also I didn't want to like be repetitive about what was going on in my life. On this podcast, the same as Hawk Girl Talks, because there are some people who listen to both. So I'm trying to figure out like a way to like be respectful of that and not be repetitive, but I think I figured that out. So let's get into what we always used to get into, what I'm watching and where I'm at. I'm actually doing really well. Um probably the best I've been in a very long time, which is so great to say. I'd say like probably like an eight and a half, um, which is a pretty high score for me. I don't even know if I've ever given a score that high. Um, I think a part of that, and also let me just say, it's so weird to be podcasting on my own because I only podcast with Carly and Hallie right now. So it's like I'm constantly having someone to bounce things off of. And right now I'm literally just staring at my computer screen. But like I know I'm talking to like my besties like you guys. So it's like fine. But it is definitely an adjustment to get back into. But I think a part of like why I'm doing so well, like a big part of it is like the people that I surround myself with. I think I've really figured out like what people it makes the most sense for me to be surrounded by. And like what qualities I like in people and like long-term friendships. And it's taken me a long time to kind of figure out those things. But I feel like you just don't know what you don't know. And like until you get around something, we're like, oh, yes, this makes sense. You don't necessarily know what you're looking for. Like in my friendship with Carly and Hallie, it's like the most healthy friendship I've ever had, which is so, so grateful for. Um, But like for one, there's no jealousy. People are always bitching and saying trios don't work. I think trios are not the issue. I think it's like jealousy that's the issue. I think when you have friends who you can tell are genuinely happy for you when things happen and like they want to see you win and like there's no beef, there's no jealousy, there's no resentment, like it makes the friendship just like so much more natural and effortless, which is just so such a blessing. This like episode just been like kissing their asses, but like that they're a big reason about why I'm doing good. Um, also, I started a new medicine. I don't know if I was on it when I was recording previously, but I started taking Wilbutrin. 
I'm a very big fan of that. It's helped with my depression, with my anxiety. Um, obviously, I have to actually take the medicine, um, which I'm not the best medication taker um, at all. I feel like when I like, I'll like do really good for a while. I'll be taking my meds. I'll be doing so good. And then I'm like, wow, like I'm doing so good. Like I literally don't need these despite the fact that I'm literally doing good because of the meds and I'll stop taking them. So I'm working on being consistent with it because when I'm on them, I'm so much better. And well, Butrin isn't for everybody, but I am able to Butrin girly. I stand it. It doesn't work for everyone. Talk to your doctor. I'm not a doctor, but yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I went to Europe a bunch last year. Um, I, I really probably low-key should have listened to the last episode to figure out like, where I left off on my life, but hopefully you guys follow me on TikTok and Instagram so you kind of know what's going on in my life anyway. Um, I bought Rangers season tickets. I've been loving going to Rangers games. It's such a fun activity for me. I actually bought them because my therapist was like, oh, you should try lifestyle dating. So I was like, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's like where you do the things you'd want to do with a partner, but you do them like on your own and like hopes of running into someone who has the same like interests as you. Yeah, haven't met anyone at the games, so yeah, that's been not ideal for me, but I'm having so much fun going to the games anyway, and the season goes until like April, so like, you know, there's there's still plenty of time. Speaking of dating, uh, update for you, I've probably like gone on like dates with multiple people since the last episode that I've released, but um, no winners, no good experiences, all terrible experiences. I think men are assholes. If you're curious about my previous dating history in the past few months, you can listen to Hot Girl Talks podcast. I break it all down there. Currently, I haven't gone on a date since probably like October. Oh my God, that's been so long. It's been so long. Wow, I just like haven't said that out loud. But yeah, it's been since October and it's January. Um, I'm still on the apps. Having no luck on said apps. Hinge sucks. Raya also sucks. I don't use Bumble um, for reasons that we don't need to get into, but I've talked about on the podcast previously. Like I literally had two terrible experiences with Bumble. Like it's two such bad dates that I literally deleted the app and I refuse to try using Bumble again. So yeah, that's some life updates. I do TikTok full time. I'm not sure if I was doing that when I was talking to you guys last, but I do love it so much. Um, what else is like happening in my life? What I'm watching, I'm watching so much stuff. I'm watching The Rookie, The Resident. Um, I'm rewatching How to Get Away with Murder. Um, I'm watching Law and Order, SVU, SWAT, like all my usual shows. I'm like back in like the swing of like fall TV. So sad Meredith Gray's leaving Gray's, like Ellen Pompeo. Like that's so sad, but totally get that she needed to get out of there. She's been there for quite some time. Um, let's get into the topics you guys asked about on Instagram. And like, I'm going to be honest, I didn't plan this episode super thought out and well. I kind of just like went with some bullet points. I'm just going to kind of go with the flow as I get back into releasing this podcast. Um, Social anxiety. I have really bad social anxiety and like it's obviously like I'm not encouraging like drinking to like be more social but like it is better like when I drink I don't feel nearly as like anxious. Um, But like meeting new people really stresses me out especially like meeting people that like follow me because like I feel like people have this very specific idea of me from watching me on the internet and like doing the podcast and all that kind of stuff that I want to make sure I live up to like what their expectations are which really stresses me out so whenever I have an interaction with someone that follows me I like literally go home and I like replay the entire interaction over my head a million times I'm like so stressed out about it 
but it's just truly not that deep. So that's one of the things I want to work on in the year, but we'll get into my new year's resolutions in a little bit. Um, my tips for social anxiety and I'm still taking these tips myself and I don't always like it's easier said than done, but like nothing is truly that deep and no one's thinking about it as much as you're thinking about it. So just know that it's truly not that bad. And like, you don't meet everyone that you let, I mean, sorry, you don't like everyone that you meet. So it's totally okay if someone that meets you doesn't like you either, because like it's nothing personal, like you just weren't their vibe. And I've been trying to remind myself lately that it's nothing personable if I don't click with everyone. And like, you're not supposed to click with everybody. So like, it's okay when you don't, it's just not that deep. So I've been trying to focus on that um seasonal depression oh my goodness I've actually been doing pretty good with it this year I think that's like a couple of different things like one I have a pretty good routine two I'm like taking my meds three I'm like exercising a bunch like I hate that I really truly do hate that exercise does contribute in a positive way to my mental health because I hate exercising but like I hate to say it it makes a difference so like that's a factor um yeah i just i'm spending more time outside when it's bright out i know like that's a privilege that i have because of the fact that my job is flexible um but like if you can get outside for, like a little walk in the middle of the day like that makes a big difference because you just get to appreciate like the light and it being bright and not thinking about the darkness that's going to happen later on that evening so that's been helpful in the same sense um building a routine What's been helpful for me building a routine is, I've said this before, is not making it too crazy or overwhelming. Like, I feel like I used to um, think, like, I need to plan out, like, everything from, like, the moment I wake up to the moment I went to sleep and I had to have all these different things on a checklist. And then when I wouldn't accomplish one, I'd be like, oh, what's the point in finishing? Because, like, the day didn't go as planned. So it was just too overwhelming for me and it wasn't obtainable. So now I try to focus on like making like, I would like start with making my bed every day. And then I would add in making my bed and making breakfast. And then I would add in making my bed, making breakfast and going to the gym. So it's like you're, once you get in the habit of one thing, then you add on another. So it's not too overwhelming and it's like actually obtainable for you. So you feel a sense of accomplishment when you do it. So it makes you actually want to continue doing it. So that's my advice for building a routine. Someone asked about sharing, like, your, I don't know if I want to say diagnosis, but, like, sharing your depression with, like, someone new when you're dating. And to be quite honest with you, I've never gotten to the point where, like, I felt like it was relevant or, like, I was close enough with a person where I'd want to share that information. And I feel like it's, like, your business and you don't owe it to anyone to explain yourself and, like, if you're not comfortable doing so, like, I was, simply wouldn't do it. But, like, if someone makes you feel safe and you want to share, I think there's nothing wrong with that either. I think it's just kind of, like, a case-by-case -case scenario. But, like, I've never gotten to that point where I've been like, oh, let me tell you about my depression. Yeah, I literally share it on the fucking internet with hundreds of thousands of people. So that's that's different, for sure. That's a weird realization. But, like, ignorance is bliss. Like, I'm like, you guys are just, like, my besties. And, like, I trust you. And, like, trust. I, like, just don't trust random men that, like, exist. So, yeah. Um, same with sharing with family. Like, I feel like if there's like, it's a safe, comfortable space, like, yeah, I'm going to share it. But if it's not like, there's just no need to like put yourself in that position. I also have an entire episode where I talk about dealing with depression and family. Um, 
just dealing with family in general with my friend Megan. And it's my top listen to episode. It's called Dealing with Parents featuring Megan. So I'd recommend listening to that. Um, I also had a lot of questions about main- maintaining a friendship when you have depression. And that's something that's always been really difficult for me. Like I find myself really distancing myself from people that are close to me and just not putting a lot of effort into friendships. So if like they're not giving me a ton, we probably aren't going to be friends because I'm just probably going to give nothing, which is, is totally not fair and I want to work on that. But like I do, ha- I when I'm depressed, like the last thing I want to do is like be close to someone or like be communicating with them and staying updated on their life and updating them on my life. So I just simply don't do it. And like, I think I've lost friends in the past because I haven't been putting in the effort, which is so valid and so fair. But like, it's also very hard for me to do so when I'm not doing well. But I think when I've been more open with my friends about like what I'm going through and like, I feel comfortable talking about my mental health with them and like where I'm at and where I'm going to be and all that stuff. And I can, I'm able to communicate that openly and honestly without feeling stressed out or like ashamed or embarrassed. It's not a big deal. So like my current friends, like I can be like, Hey, like I'm simply not doing well. And they're like, they know how to approach it and handle it and like be gracious and like non-judgy to where it's, it's helpful. Um, and like they, I feel like they put more effort into the friendship at times that I need it, but also like I don't expect them to do that. They just do, and I feel like I give, I give to the friendship in other ways to like balance it out. Like it's a give and take, not just like a give, give, give. Like it shouldn't be like one sided. But I think. Sorry, Hallie called, and I'm just literally not gonna edit this episode, so my apologies. But like I was saying, um, I think if you have friends that you're comfortable sharing like how you feel with, it's not like stressful to maintain your friendships with depression. Um, and it doesn't even have to be friends that also have depression. Like they don't have to get it to that extent. They just have to be like empathetic because like Hallie is not depressed in the slightest, but like she's empathetic to what's happening and she's understanding to where she's sensitive to it, to where it's like totally fine and normal. I just think it's also important to just make sure you're being aware and not using your depression as a cop-out for being a bad friend. Um, I think that the lines can get kind of blurry when you can just start blaming everything on your depression. So I just think it's important to be cautious of that. Um, Being the single friend, I have an entire episode called Point of View, You're the Single Friend. But I will say, um, having other friends that are also single and understand what it's like to currently be single is really important. I mean, I have a bunch of friends who are in relationships, engaged, I have a couple friends who are getting married this year, but, like, if you have, if you don't, if you, like, were single three years ago, you don't know what it's like to be single now, because things change so quickly. I think it's important to have people around you that can relate to what's going on while you're single in this current era. Also, if you don't have single friends, you want to make single friends, join the Hot Girl Talks group me. It's linked in my bio on social media um we just started it so you guys can like make friends people are already making friends it's so fun in there um so that's definitely an option if you don't have single friends currently make some hyper independence i struggle with that so much because i've always been so independent and i think that stems from me from what i've impacted in therapy at least is i never want to rely on someone 
for anything. And that stems from the fact of, like, if I rely on someone for something, they can let me down, which just goes back to, like, my parents and my upbringing. And if you're curious about that, like, listen to my older episodes. But I found that, like, when you rely on someone for something, there's an opportunity for disappointment. And nothing hurts to me more than being disappointed. So I can avoid the disappointment if I just handle it on my own. So that's where that's how I go into, like, every walk of life. And it's hard because, like, I don't ever let anyone do anything for me. And it's hard for me to get close to people because I don't want to be disappointed. So constantly working on that. I just think you have to be careful of, like, who you choose to let have the opportunity to disappoint you and do they deserve that opportunity or not and you think they're going to um take it so that's like my thoughts on it um but it's hard being hyper independent i think you also become more intimidating when you're hyper independent because you simply just don't need anyone to do something for you but i've also learned that just because you don't need someone to do it for you it's still okay to let them do it for you for a couple of reasons. For one, sometimes people need to feel needed. And two, like, just because you can do it on your own doesn't mean that you should or that you have to. And it's okay to, like, have help. So that's been, like, that was a big realization for me at the end of the year last year about, like, not doing everything on my own and, like, asking for help when I need it and being okay with needing or wanting help in some way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, I kind of just ranted for 15 minutes, but I'm sorry it's a short episode. I just wanted to like get in the habit and get in the swing of like releasing these episodes again and I'll go more into depth in depth on like all these topics and just continue to like give my advice and share what I learned in therapy and share my mental health journey and like being 26 now I'm getting so much older and like it's just so interesting I never thought my life would be what it currently is and in literally every aspect I thought for sure I would be in engaged at the very least by now and at this point I have zero prospects but I I'm learning every day I'm more and more okay with the fact that like I may just never meet anybody and like I know there's so much more time in life to meet someone but I think I'm just I've gotten to the point like but if I like I'd be great if I do but if I don't like it's not the end of the world and like I'm becoming more comfortable and okay with that reality if it were to happen but again, I know there's plenty of time, but like if it doesn't happen for me, like I think I'm okay with it, which is like much more comforting to me. And it's taking me like a long time to get there because like my first thing, like when I went to therapy like a few years ago, I was like, I'm literally afraid of dying alone. Like that's no longer my greatest fear. Um, and like it seems, might seem like a silly fear to you, but like when you see people around you like having this connection, like everyone desires connection and having people understand them and want them and being desirable and all those different things. The thought of it like never being a possibility it can be kind of scary but I just feel like I'm like letting go of like the scariness that goes with it and it's like kind of freeing um yeah so I don't know we'll see what happens but anyways I hope you guys have a great week so great to talk to you again follow the podcast Instagram at bringing baggage podcast I'm gonna be asking questions every single week for the episode and I'm gonna get more in depth on all the stuff that I've been talking about in the past episodes and um I'll I was going to say see you next Tuesday, but it felt kind of mean. Um, Leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and I'll see you guys soon. Have a great week.